y'all. Hey, we're your Buttons Babes, and we are back at you with another episode. I'm Melissa Vasquez. <laughs> and this is Alyssa Rayboy. Thank you for joining us. We, at the same time, we were like, oh, yep, I'm going to let her go first. Anyway, yes, thank you for joining us. <laughs> we, um... We're back, and if you haven't joined us before, some of our content can be triggering, triggering, so tr- trigger warning, um, activation <laughs> warning. We're gonna get there. We promise. Some like, stuff I've, is gonna make you uncomfortable, possibly. Yeah. Uh, we're uncomfortable here. Maybe we don't look at as uncomfortable as you might be, but uh, just a forewarning that like we're gonna say some shit. It's gonna make you feel things. Maybe if you don't, I mean that's cool too. Um, but. We've all agreed to be here. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be here, then don't watch. Um, <laughs> that part, we won't hold it against you, or we won't know. Anyway, um, so, also, um, we start with a push to start, something that pushed our buttons this week, good, bad, ugly, indifferent. And so, Mama, what was um, would you like to share with the lovely people our push to start? So, I recently learned that texting turned 30. 30. Ew. Years old. I'm 32. I'm 33 now. Texting turned 30 years old. And that means there's literally people who their entire adult human lives, they've only known that texting existed. That's, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel all kinds of fucking ways because I remember how getting my T-Mobile fucking T99 and you had to like, Like, all of yes. that to literally just be like, hi, or, I mean, whatever fucking thing you were. Also, sure. when when texting, it was 25 cents if you didn't have texting in your plan to receive or send a text message. Wow. And the amount of fucking new asshole chatting that I had with my family when someone would text me and I would be in trouble. And I was like, bro, I didn't even know what's happening to my phone. It's not my fault. Wow. I'm trying to remember, like... The, when I finally got a cell phone, so yeah, texting was a thing. If it's 30 years old and I'm, so, whoa, there were cell phones before. before. Yeah, okay, so I also was like, the math ain't mathing here because I didn't have a, so like, uh, phones were. So brick cell phone? Wait, no, no, So like, there was definitely like people that were, that had phones and like the government and lots of people had phones that were texting before cell phones oh, became so common for us. Before civilians were. Yes. Interesting. But like, yeah, that's fucking wild. So like my baby sister, there's a decade between us. And okay. so there are some things that like she will never fucking know. And I and that's like something that we talk about every so often is like, hey, you don't fucking know this because right? it's not a thing for you. You weren't you weren't around. Yeah. Like, like dial is- up. How many people, raise your hand, remember dial up? How many times would you pick up the phone and your fucking ear was like, no, because like, of the, the like internet? the squeals and the bleeps, and then someone else would be like, who's on that phone? And you're like, my bad. You know, or you're wow. waiting and you're like, um, so my new boyfriend's gonna call me, and then actually your siblings also have a cue of their friend who's gonna call them, and your parents are like, no, Yo, you're grounded. Waiting, three-way calling. Oh my god. Oh my, so many things that are like nostalgic like tech wise where my my mind is being blown star 69 star 67 do it our gen z 
I don't, I don't think, I don't think like literally. I think that's not a thing for that. Like, and that's just like last time I had to star sixty seven or star sixty nine. I mean, like that's not. I mean, now people have. I mean, it was like when I had a phone with a cord in it. Like, it's just yes, it pushed my button because I was just like. Oh ma'am, we are we're we are we are from the late nineteen hundreds. I I hate it. I hate it because also I just fucking hate the internet and like every all like I just want the internet to die. Like I mean, even though obviously we're here chatting with you on the internet, but like I I fantasize sometimes about the world about going, it going down, going oh, back to like that time. Does in, anybody, not by a show of hands, sorry. Anybody remember when Instagram was down for a day? Or like a, like a day. And oh, a half. I had so much peace, internal peace that day. Um, th- there were it was work nice. peace was not happening, but internally I was like, ah. it, it was nice. And so I can imagine if the internet went down for a day, I can't imagine the billions of dollars lost. But you know what? I say I we am- deserve that. I, I I'm I'm here for it. And. Whoever y- y'all will be all right. If you if your job is to keep the internet plugged in. Right, just I'm just curious. Can you imagine? Now I want to make a short film. Like, like, just thank you. Okay, what's your persistent? Okay, we are not giving away ideas today. Yes. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um. So my question to start this week. So I recently, um, had a friend or someone who was like, we were in the process of becoming friends, and like. How do I explain this? And we pushed pause on our friendship, um, or something happened. But uh, long story short, I had a friend call me out, um, slash like approach me and be like, "Hey, we need to have a conversation. I don't want this to be weird. I I care about you. I want to be your friend. Please, like, how how do I do that? How can I be your friend? How can we be friends? You matter to me, and like holding me accountable." for what it is that I say that I want, how I friend, and because, like, I I was in a little bit of a cave um, for, like, a month and a half recently where it was just... You got to hibernate. Yeah, it was just my inner circle. I had a lot going on, and so I wasn't being the best, like, on my communication level, wasn't, like, there were just certain things where I dropped the ball on so many things, and, and there was some other facets to this blooming friendship and through that conversation it was it was so beautiful because because that level like that's the standard of friend that I want in my life and that I have been asking for but in the beginning I of our friendship I got a little nervous I get excited really fast about people and um, shiny new object yes and and also um I give people the benefit of the doubt. I, you know, believe the best in them. And and usually rightfully so, sometimes not. Uh, but I, there was something in me that started to pull back at, that in my head, it was the voice like, Alyssa, no new friends, like your, your circle is good, no more projects, this, that, and the third. And yes to that in terms of like not bringing on new projects. But if someone is wanting to show up in my life the way that we that I need them to and then vice versa like okay we can do this uh but it was so interesting the conversation and then it helped me realize oh I have a little bit of 
um, abandonment anxiety when it comes to friends. I, I think that's fair. Like, I, I also previously had a mass exodus of friends from my life or, like, me showing up fully as myself and being and some people being like mm, or for, for other reasons and so there's something about myself that I learned through this conversation that I had to vocalize um shout out Ashley love you to pieces Ashley Jeffries like she was like yo ma'am what what's going on what are we doing like and so grateful and like she she went through that that roller coaster ride like with me of like what's going on how can i be here for you i i want to be a good friend to you i also want you to be a good friend for to me like i'm not going to chase you but i am but like I'm, i would like you right. i need you to know that i want to be your friend please right. be my friend like yes. do you want to be my friend exactly and she's like after we have this conversation like i love you the balls in your court like do with it what you will i was like yo thank you and Help me realize that it's I've I've had a harder time allowing people fully into my life. Um, I you know there are people that are on the outer rings, but like and realizing that with certain friends or the way that I friend, I need you to know about me, like all of me, good, bad, ugly, indifferent. And there were some things that I didn't think or maybe I wasn't ready to share with her about me, about my past, like and. I realized, you know, that's my own insecurity. That's my own, you know, not giving people the chance to show up for me the way that I want and need them to. And so it was, it, it made me really uncomfortable. It made me sweat. It made me cry. It, it made me have to sit with myself in terms of, oh, damn, I'm not, okay, I, I'm, I say that I want this or I want these level of people in my life. I also need to be that for them. And so it, it's a two friendship is it's give and take, it's push and pull. And so I really appreciated having an uncomfortable conversation with a friend, really appreciated being held accountable and realizing, okay, I um I have a, some insecurities, some like anxiety behind friendship, but knowing that I have people in my life that are willing and wanting to work on those things with me. And it just, I was like, okay. That's like, not, I mean, yeah. yeah. And it felt so good like to hear and whatever. Yeah, you, I do believe that sometimes you need that validation in terms of her. She's like, I want to be your friend. You're fucking amazing. How can I, like, you? I, I want that. I want to look back you know, 15 years from now, 30 years from now. She's like, I want to be in your corner and I want you to be in my corner. Like, and so it just, it was very heartwhelming and lots of feels. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as an adult, I like can't really pinpoint a, someone who has done something or like said that really to me um, you, in, in that direct way. I think like as kids, it's really easy. It's like, oh, I mean, there's like so many funny TikToks or like whatever of like how to make friends as kids. And as adults, it's like, well, I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want you to think that I'm stupid. Like, mm -hmm. there are so many fears of, like, how you might be perceived. Friends. Or, like, I mean, I think everyone has been burned by someone who we think is our friend and who is not. And you said you had a mass exodus. I think, like, when we set boundaries or start to, like, know ourselves and, and say the things out of our mouths that we want, people who don't align with that will will disappear I mean, they, they, yeah I, 
I, and I, I mean, I guess raise your hand if, if you've never lost a friend before, uh, like we've all lost a friend somehow, some that we wanted to remain friends with, and they're, you know, I mean, yeah, like it's, it's fucking hard. It's hard it to is. have friends as and, an adult human as being. That part, as an adult, and that realization of, oh, I'm afraid of getting hurt. Damn. Because it's a relationship, and I yes. think we often get uh, so caught up in like romantic relationships or or familial. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'll speak for myself. Uh, para me, yes, I mostly think of like um, romantic partner relationships or like my family. Like those are you know two pillars uh, for me. I guess that I mostly think of relationship wise, but like friendship is is a relationship yes. it's shipped at the end hello yes, that needs um, to be cultivated it needs to be like all of this and I, and it's always been a hard one for me because before i didn't really have great examples of what friendships were and so as i've gotten older it's like these are things that need care too and now the friends that i have in my life are like they are very much so so my soulmates and they are my ev not everything like they they but they're a huge part of you in yes, your life they're so dear to me and so allowing someone else in on that level like mama our friendship oh my gosh like patricia shahada like the the, the people that are you know your and, rider dies yes like through and, through better or for worse mm -hmm. like i think that's something that it's it is hard to find someone who like you can be at your absolute fucking worst, and and they still they're like, you. okay, I, you, you just go in and shut the door, or like right? whatever, you know. Uh, they, they still tell me you. if you need something. Question like, yes, that is really hard. It's it's family, and I think yeah, that it's your chosen family. Exactly, it's hard because also sometimes um, I will speak for myself again. We don't always have the best examples of how to communicate needs how to communicate that like a need might be right now but you don't necessarily want this to be a need like mm -hmm. uh you need to change but like only your family can call you out on that you, you know only people who are so close to you can that see like you. look i see that you're doing this but like you you shouldn't do this like there are very few friends i think who i can like really trust to, to say things like that to yes. me and that's it's like when someone says something that you're like, you're not in my circle of right, those people, like, and you're saying this to me, it's like, <gasps> who do you think you are? There's, uh, a, there's a closeness, and like sometimes I'm like, mm, I'm not accepting obligations. No, I don't want this. But actually, I'm like, oh wait, okay, you are proving to me that that okay, you want to be my friend, yeah, and we gonna we gonna give this a go. All right. Let's do it. That's, and I mean, that's huge. I think that's really exciting. I'm excited for you <laughs> because, I mean, it means there's, a, like, a adjacent friend for me. But, like, <laughs> selfishly. But, but like, it's, I think, like, um, creating healthy friendships as an adult, I, I don't know what that looks like necessarily. Like, I am not one to, like, reach out to someone and be like, hey, like, do you want to be my friend? Like, there are definitely people that I've met that I'm like, I would love to be friends with that person. Like, they're cool, they're funny, they're nice, they have cool stuff. Right? There's so many things that I'm like, ooh, you know, shiny object. But I but I do have shiny object syndrome where, like, after something has served its shininess for a little bit, I'm like, well, 
I mean, okay, I guess that's, and that's like as far as we're going. Yeah, and I, and we've all had. I assume. I think that everyone has had that experience with friends, and you just kind of like let it go. And expectations aren't what they like you thought they were. Yeah, gonna be or you're different. already prepared going in that you're like, I don't think this is gonna go anywhere, so I'm I'm ex I'm prepared for it not to. Yep. But like having someone that's like, give me your hand, we're gonna do this, yeah, and 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 they're like grabbing your hand, and you're like. Oh, okay, we're doing this? Like, that's exciting. Like, that's that's cool. Yes, and I saw, like, the word captions or whatever. I'm going to rephrase it for my own, but I'm realizing, because I had, I had put this out there. I'm asking for this, manifesting all of the things. I was like, I only want people in my life who want to be in my life, that want to show up for me on that level, who, like, that are actively showing up actively we are making each other better we are you know staying. calling out the bullshit yeah. oh, I mean because right? like listen I'm perfect so like don't tell me I'm not but like yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it, it pushed my buttons in so many ways I'm so grateful like also in uncomfortable in spaces and being okay with being uncomfortable about what I have discovered about myself in friendship in that way and just I was like, whew, okay. And like, we've been to brunch since, had a really great conversation, like have been like, you know, checking in on each other. I'm like, Friending. Yes, I'm like, okay, Yay. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and yeah. Anywho, so that is, that was our push to start, y'all. And so I'm, I'm gonna let you take it away with our button of the week. So this week's button of the week um, is banned books, not banned books, books about bands, but banned, B-A-N-N-E-D, books that have been banned. Banned, like, censoring education. Yeah. Like, yep, and because it's a thing. And <laughs> it is a thingy thing that, uh, I, it's. I, that I don't, I particularly do not understand. Like, what, I, I know it has to do with power and control and thinking that, whoever the the higher people like that they're doing what is best but at the same time I'm like no you really just want to control people and their minds and their thought process but I'm gonna let you like yeah yeah you're the, yes I so I was listening to shout out to the daily um on the daily I, I try to listen to that podcast on the daily um and they, I will loosely synopsis, and we'll have a link below so you can also, like, tune in and listen. Um, they were speaking with a librarian who um, worked at a school who parents uh, didn't like some things that were available to, to the kids at that school, middle school-esque. Um, so, puberty, friends, like, what a fucking time to be alive. Yo. Uh, and they had tried to ban some books. Um, I'm going to spoiler alert it. Sorry, not Sorry. Um, went through and, you know, a lot of parents agreed certain books should be banned. The common theme was that they were POV LGBTQ characters. Um, I mean, to, okay, like, I think it's really important as, as someone who does not identify as any of those letters, it's important for me to still be able to see, read, experience in, in the way that I can a POV LGBTQ thing just, just to be able to have an idea mm -hmm. just to to grasp understand somebody else's voice someone else's experience like I do 
Like, yes. It, so, like, uh, so, so that's, like, one of my ticks in this, like, of, like, thoughts that I had here. But, okay, so they wanted, parents wanted to ban these books. Um, eventually, students were able to, to speak up in, in the meetings about um, school board meetings, who I guess those, those are the people who make these decisions, about, like, no, we want these books. Like, these are our books. We need to read these books. Um, the school board did, in fact, vote to, that none of the books could be banned. They kept all the books. Um, there were some board members who abstained from, from voting, and I had to do a little bit of um, Googling to understand. But so they did not vote to keep or to remove. They were like, I plead the fifth, essentially. Oh, so it, like, it, I don't have a say. I don't yes. want to be here. <laughs> um, and, and if you listen to the podcast, you, you'll, you'll get a lot more details and my glaze over. There, there may be some things that I miss. But um, they voted to keep the books. Great. Yes. And it really, like, put me in a, in a frame, in, put me in a corner to think for a while. Um, and then I so happened upon some other things across the internet that, like, were also in the theme of banned books. And it, like, it just, it hit me with so many thoughts at once that were, like, spiraling that I was like, we have to fucking talk about this. Yes. And... So j just simply off of, like, listening to that podcast, um, the things that were concerning for parents was that there was mention of, like, grooming and, and sexual things in nature and that they understandably wanted to, to keep their kids kids for as long as possible. And right. as someone who played with Barbies until I was 15 but also had unfortunate sexual experiences younger than that, I was like, I get it. I played with Barbies until I was fucking 15 because of my, of what happened to me, my experience, and I was latching on to being a child. a child as long as I could. And thankfully, because we didn't have the internet, like, I, I was afforded that. The, the creativity and, and that safe space. Um, I also loved reading, and I did read a lot of things that were sexual in nature that my parents probably wouldn't have loved to know that I was reading had they paid attention to what I was reading. Mm. Um, not any shade on my parents, but but right. like yes, I was a reader. I I that was my escape, and I think if I was not able to read some of the things that I read at the ages that I read those things, I I don't know if I would be the same person. There was a lot of uh, healing for me. Mm unknowingly in reading those things um and i can drop some of those titles down below i'm sure people have read speak that was huge for me mm. i feel really emotional right now but like that was a huge book for me um it like it just was i think it probably was for a lot of people and so as i'm like listening to this podcast and like hearing like some of the things that these parents are like i didn't want my child reading about this and in my head i'm like do you know if your child has experienced this? Like, right? there's probably a reason. Like, this is that so they important. Want to read it. Yes, because they you can't have it. this conversation with them. Like, as as um, as we go through puberty, like, I don't I don't know many people who are super jazzed to talk about that with their parents. I, for one, was not gonna go and be like, so what's happening? You know, right, like, like it was really uncomfortable, and I I think. Friends of mine, thankfully, like, you know, we bounce things off, but, like, books helped me understand more of what was going on. Oh, my gosh, yes. So many, like, I I also 
was a huge reader, middle school, like, errors, all of the, like, young, adult, angsty teen books. Um, like, I, I, anything that I could get my hands on, like, about, like, figuring out relationships or, like, I also did, re um, oh, we were talking about this book earlier, um, The Child Called It. I have a segue for that. Okay, sorry. Also. Uh, like, there were so many books and actually also so many films that I watched that I knew that I, like, should Shouldn't. not be watching, but also because of some of the things that were happening to me, like, I, I was trying to learn and understand because I was too afraid to go to my parents and have these conversations or thought, you know, this is just what's supposed to be happening to me at this age. And this is life. But, but through through books, through media, through certain things, like, as I got older, I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yes, this isn't normal or this isn't this is okay right. and and so like to take that away from developing minds to take anything away from a mind I'm like what are we doing why like, what, like we even bad things even books that are that I would not read because uh I, uh I don't know they're really they're really bad I don't I'm like now those ones are escaping me. I had a list of them that I was like, yeah, this is a book that could be banned, but it's not, like, it's important to learn. Like, it's, yes, it's just, like, the more that we know, the more that we can understand, like, how things should be or how we can prevent things or, like, change things. And, and that, it was just, like, I know that banned books is not going to stop tomorrow or that it's not stopping and I'm sure there were books banned while we were growing up that like we're not aware of like you know how controversial it might have been but it, it was just such a huge thought for me that like you if you're not able to have these kinds of conversations with your kids I'm not a parent um so like so I, I don't this is not something I need to focus on right now but like if you cannot have these conversations with your kids you need to allow them to still be learning and taking things in at the level that they need it, that they're ready. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't want to have these conversations doesn't mean that they're that it's not important for them to have them. And and to imagine, like, I I under I do and I don't. No, no, stop. I do not understand banding material um, that you. I don't understand that because also. You do not know what they are experiencing outside or being exposed to outside of being around you. So, like, you are actually crippling them. Yes. You are, you are, you are putting them in a position to be worse off later by sheltering them and helicoptering them the way that you are. I get it. They like. I am not a parent yet. I, I do. I know I am going to be a mother someday. I am very well aware, and I under, I have an idea of that level of love and wanting to protect. And, you know, like, this is a precious gift of life, and you're doing your best to make sure no harm comes to them. Right. Like, yes, yes please, take, 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 do that for them. understand that component, but at the same time, I know from my own experience I, some of the traumas that I've experienced or some of the lesson and the lessons that I have learned, I would not be the woman that I am today if it were not for them. If I were 
sheltered to the degree in which my parents probably wanted me to be, I, I, no thank you. And because then down the line, I'm probably going to get into more traumatic experiences because I don't know how to advocate for myself. I don't know how, how to like, speak up what? or like how to recognize when certain things like, no, even though they're saying this, that is not okay. Right. And so like you, I know you were trying to protect the babies. Yes. Protect the babies. Yeah. Like actually fucking repubs, protect the fucking babies. Please, because this is not protecting them. Like, shielding and guarding them for things that you think, you think that is going to benefit them. No, they have to figure these things out for themselves. They have to live and experience life and be put into different situations, learn about things, so then they can go make their own decisions. And so, like, I just, I am not one for banning anything anywhere. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Because I also, I have a very curious mind. And I don't, and I would never want someone to not be able to expand their mind. And I, and I selfishly, I don't want to not be able to expand my own mind. So, and it, it just it infuriates me when things are banned and censored. And I know, like, in like certain countries that do not allow certain things, I just, I'm like, I, I am grateful. Um, as the the love hate relationship that I have with our country right now, um, I am, for the most part, grateful for, I'm, I'm grateful for the freedom that we have right. in terms of being able to to be educated and for the opportunities. I, I am very well aware that it could be much worse. It could also be better. It could, yes. Um, hence the love-hate relationship. Uh, but, yes. So, okay, I'll continue this. Okay, so... Also, um, universally planned, uh, great. I came across a Twitter thread that was talking about a child called It. And some people were, were adding in their comments of like, oh, this was banned in my school or wh whatever. But like we are, are, I think most millennials read this middle school-esque mm -hmm. time. And I didn't realize there were four books. I think I like kind of read one and I was like, it was heavy enough. I was like, I I sobbed. Like it. I, I, I don't know anyone who did not feel feelings of all spectrums after reading that, and and that book was exactly one of those books that that I, I do think a lot of people think should be banned. And I'm like, no. It it taught it taught many of us empathy. It taught many of us that like yes, though we think you know we we have these like horrific. Ex uh, childhoods that like our parents beat us because we got spanked like no actually abuse is this right and I think it also helped to kind of put put ourselves in other people's shoes in in so many ways as like young people to to get also like this is not how you should treat a child as children we Probably, I will speak for myself, but I mean, I know that my brother and I were very much at points like, when I grow up, I'm not going to be mean like mom and dad, you know, because every, I will say a lot of people are probably like, yeah, my parents were so mean, and reflecting, it's like, no, uh, they were trying to keep your ass safe, so shut the fuck up, but. You don't know what mean is. Right, and, and this is exactly, it was a like, no, you don't know what mean is. Also, you, it, it really instilled in me, like, to, to, to try to advocate for people when I think that I see something that is not okay to do something. 
and a lot of people in the comments, I will also link the thread if, if you're interested, a lot of people were, were going down that route of like, yes, this helped me understand and see that a friend was suffering or like things like it, there, there's a lot of triggering things in the thread, I, I will say like, read this with a grain of salt um, or you know, whatever. But some people were like, yeah, it helped me recognize that I was in a situation that mm. I should not have been and, and helped me get out of that. Um, I think it's it was incomprehensible to me that it was like someone's experience, but but I now as an adult can list quite a few cases that we've all seen headlines for that that it still happens like yes. it still fucking happens, and it's like that's what kids need to be armed so with to, to know, know that like it's a resource. There is a right and a wrong way to be punished. Like. The, however you will agree about like physically touching your child as as a form of um punishment, punishment there is a right and a wrong way to to do that i i believe um as someone who is spanked like i don't think that i was traumatized in that way uh, now as an adult that when i was a kid being spanked, i was like oh my god yo you know I, not funny but funny like i it got to a point i was like yo can you just spank me like i would prefer to get my ass beat than to be grounded like i like but but yes there there's a right and a wrong way in regards to that and also i something that it taught me was you do not know what someone could be going through like there are signs, yes, but it also opened my eyes to, oh damn, it, it, you don't know what someone's home life is like, and so don't pick on a kid maybe if they smell or like and yes. and yeah, like I I was a kid who did make fun of people sometimes for 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 things that any stupid kid makes fun of, but like yes, it it taught me to be a little more thoughtful, mm -hmm. and I think we we learn a lot of things from our parents but we learn also so much from each other and yeah I just this book was just like it's so horrific but like also like I think it taught many people in our generation who read it that having a kid is is a choice that you need to make not something that you need to just like oh you do this you buy the house right. you get the dog whatever because I mean there, I, I there are still parents out there who should not be kids and this is a, should not be parents I always yes should not have kids yes <laughs> thank you I I always end up in this realm are children but still. like there it's just a child is just, it's a life it is a fresh human like innocent life and a sponge and like if you like I'm so like it's it's so important to me and I hope people that are also parents to raise good humans. I mean like you you're going to do the best that you can. Right. It's not what, easy. We yeah. But what they're exposed to like is what's going to shape and form them and like and make future. them into an yes, into an adult and that therefore our future. And it isn't something that should be done lightly. I understand like things happen, like not it's not ever picture perfect. Shout out to birth control options that are available and and care if you do become pregnant and you're like yeah this is not this for is me. not for me. Uh, Again, we're your relatives here if you need to. Hello. Um, damn, that's still a thing. <sighs> Sorry, I just remembered. Sorry. That some people I don't. didn't mean to also trigger that. But totally um, activated. I forgot that that is no longer a right in some some places. Like we don't. Primitos, I'm here. <laughs> Yo. Okay. Um, we're getting back on this train. Um, in terms of 
I, nope, I got lost. I got angry. I'm sweating. Um, so, so yes, I will. We'll link the podcast so you can listen. Mm-hmm. I'll link the, the Twitter thread so you can also participate. But or read. I mean, also yeah, you can fucking tweet at them if you want at, and chime in. But it it was yeah. I it just it was so it just it pushed all of my buttons after hearing and reading and like like oddly more little random things across the internet like on Insta- like I just came across so many things that like it was I I just yes power and control like controlling people and keeping them ignorant keeping us keeping us ignorant from from what should and shouldn't be I mean I don't know like I don't necessarily believe the Illuminati and like you know, string pulling, but I don't not believe it. Right. I was uh, like, there are powers that be, like, that has to do with keeping like, the middle classes are disappearing. That's a whole other thing. Like, there are, I do believe that there are powers at be that keep certain, like, parts of society and people down because then that is easier to control. Like, like especially... There's so many different ways in which that is done that I find I I don't when really I have when the I like come upon it. the discovery of things. Yes, I I like I'm I'm frustrated because I'm like wow I was fucking stupid. But then I'm like okay no I like it's not your it's, fault. It's, it's conditioning. Yes. It's it's the system that we are in <laughs> that needs to be dismantled. There are so many things, and especially as women, especially as women of color. Like, I, I just, I'm like, okay, some of this has been set up this way to keep, like, white yes. supremacy. Like, there, there's certain Literally, things. yes. And I'm like, oh, that also, like, leaks over into, like, the knowledge in which we are afforded. And so being able to, to read things, to learn, to grow, to think for yourself is it's so important and once again like I'm gonna be a broken record I don't understand like for me like I would never like it makes sense on a logical standpoint why you would and the only reason it makes sense is so that you can control people and I just I'm I don't I do not relate to that in terms of being manipulative in terms of getting people to do what you want them to do like it from that angle, it's so negative and gross to me because I do yeah. believe, like, there is, like, that level of getting people to do things that you want, but they also want to do them for you. That's different, like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, that that kind of control. It's a quid that pro quo yes. in a way. Like, um, it's like, no, okay, yes, like, um, like getting, like, people that want to help and to be of value, like, that's one thing. And to be in that level of power and control in building things to make things better is one thing. But to, like, control and to make things better so that, you, like, you that's are only certain, benefiting you yes, or certain, or certain class. people. Like, no, I'm not here for it. I don't fuck with it. But it exists. And so, tis the world. Yin, yang, light, dark, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but... But yeah, um, I don't know how we got there. <laughs> but I, <laughs> what we do. so I mean, I and I, I would like to also disclaimer for anyone who's listening and is like, "Wow, you want kids to read porn?" No, I am, I am by no means advocating for um, things that are adult, very adult specific 
content created meant for adults to be shared or read by kids. Is that going to happen, though? Yes. Uh, I was exposed to porn as a kid, as I think many were. I didn't seek it out. It, it was, but it's a it part was there. Of, it's a part and, of growing. And I seen it, like, and then I moved on with my life. And, yep. and I think, like, yes, there are, I mean, it's important to, if you're bringing your kid to the library, make sure that they don't go to the adult section. You know, keep them in the kid fun zone or, you know, whatever. But, like, when I think of that, like, age of like middle school like that is a huge spectrum of like wanting to play with barbies but also like understanding what sex is yes. like i mean we are innately sexual beings i will stand by that um to family trauma is passed down that way mm -hmm. even if you have no desire to to be involved in any of that unfortunately genetics like i don't know i'm not a doctor or a scientist but like all of that so I mean, yes, like, I don't, now I'm, like, I'm combusting. <laughs> no, it's, but because it's gray. It's uncomfortable. We understand what is trying to, to, to happen. But so much of the time, like, the people in control, the people in power, the powers that be, like, you're doing it wrong. We, we get the intention. But to to hinder these kids and take things away from them that they that they want that they need in order to to grow and understand what is happening to them to hear other voices sometimes I'm like oh wow. okay I get it I get it I get it but at the same time you also need to listen to them and, yeah and and realize that they're growing. They're smarter than you think that they are. They kids are so fucking smart. They're so smart, and I'm so proud of like so much of what's happening in these different generations in terms of the way in which they advocate for themselves yes. and 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 teach us like other generations. You know, like hey, times are changing, things are different, and like no, we're not going to stand for this. Well, I like my voice matters. What I, what I care about matters. You know, other voices matter, and like, and watching the way that that has you know shifted over generations has been so interesting. Uh, in certain spaces, I'm like, you know what? Yes, hats off to y'all. Can can you know? No, I was gonna say wait on to something else because sometimes I'm like, oh my god, y'all need to calm down. <laughs> so, so, but no, but for the most part, yes, like. Hats off to the babies. They are they're doing the damn thing, yeah. and I'm proud. And just, but 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 yes. Um, so yeah. Um, if you have if you have thoughts, feelings, opinions on book banning, um, drop them in the comments. If you feel like you have a take that you would prefer to keep DM DMs are open. Um, would love. I guess thoughts, feelings, opinions. Uh, like I said, we'll we'll make sure to link the the podcast so you can listen if you want, and the, the Twitter thread so, so you can read along and tweet. All of the things. Um, if you have any of your own experiences with um, a book banning situation in a school that you attended, that you work at, visited, have a child at, or any any of the above, all of the above. Um, yeah, we're happy to hear about it. We'd love to, I think, revisit this a little bit further. Oh, yes. Um, because I'm, 
not gonna lie, I, I, um, I did not look at the agenda or the outline, and so I was like, oh yeah, banned books, let's go for this. But now my brain is like, wow, like over, like history, it's spiraling. Seeing, yes, seeing the things that have been banned and for what reasons is so fascinating to me. I feel like this is very CRT adjacent, mm. also because. Yep, yep, it yep. fucking is. Yes, it is. Um, so, so yeah, um, this is not the only time that we'll be talking about book banning. Um, or censorship. Yes, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Censorship, that's a better... Well, but, but, but very specific with underneath of censorship. And so um, that's what we have for our button this week. Promise, do we have a push replay? So this week we're going to push replay. This push replay comes from one of our more recent lives. Too broke to date, voter prep, and moving on. So, so I forgot about that episode. More recent was like not as more recent, but like it happened. Um, <clears throat> from shout out to Matthew Perkins. Yes, Matthew Perkins. We need to get a Matthew Perkins T-shirt. Yo. Honestly, <laughs> Matthew Perkins. Oh my, we have so many T-shirts. Watch for the shirt. Make. We need a Matthew Perkins. We need a pot of me and. I had one more and I lost it. Anyway, push replay. Drop your t-shirt requests. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I, I know moving on is hard. There are a lot of feelings, emotions, or business slash financial ties. But in order to fly, you have to cut those you have to cut those things that are weighing you down. Um, yeah, I think that is like one of the most challenging things is like when you when you know. Mm-hmm. And and now it's the ball is in your court, as as you put earlier. You you know you have all the information, and you have to do something. About you it. have to be the one to be like, however, yep. whatever that means to, of like letting letting go is really hard. Yo, um, I'm, there's so much residual like things that I'm shaking and letting go of, like even towards. Like, I'm not going to lie, this was difficult. Like, y'all, our previous episode, like, we are back at a three-camera setup. Like, Alyssa and I, right? We are learning and growing and doing the things and accepting help and, um, but also, like, doing so much of this on our own. And I had to let go of the idea that, like, we had to do this on our own. I had to let go. I mean, we are doing I had to let go of the idea that we had to do it on our own and let go of the idea that I wasn't capable of doing this slash, like, it just gave me a little PTSD. (laughs) But I'm like, oh, I'm still, there's some residual things that I'm holding on from past relationships, past friendships where, like, not just, um, damn it. There's a lot of fucking baggage. <laughs> yes, I there's was a like, lot there's of baggage in in things that create cre- cre- creatively, creative, creatively or creatively, creatively. <laughs> yeah, like creative ties that we've had in the past. Like I'm like like trying to get rid of everything and be like, you know, no, that was a great experience. That like there can still be good there, but to let go of the bad and allow, like, trying to find the way to hold on in a healthy way, but let go of the things that no longer serve and move forward, oh. It's hard. That it's, takes time. It's it hard. Um, I, I think there is, 
I mean, and this is like a regurgitated thing that we've all heard, like the perception that we see everywhere is like that everything's great and perfect. And like, we both can, we, we both have and, and continue to struggle, which is normal with that, like, everything has to be perfect and everything also um we are both very independent and like have been able to rely on ourselves for many things in our lives as i'm sure many of you also um and it, it's hard it's hard to ask for help it's hard to accept help after you have asked for it mm-hmm. because sometimes it's like you've asked and you're like bring it back don't the words didn't come out never mind and never mind I don't need help I don't need your help I can figure it out on my own and and that is like I mean yes like we're all capable we are all capable so fucking much like you're so capable but like also it's like is it is it good to spend energy here or is it good to spend energy here um Mm. when when someone offers you a hand and you're climbing up a mountain and your hands are so fucking tired from the rock that you're holding on to and someone hands you a hand do you grab the hand to go up, or are you like, I'm just gonna fucking hang on until I fall? Oh, mama, that's a beautiful. But like, also as a person, no, you like, you're so afraid of letting go and reaching up to be pulled up because you're like, no, if I do this, if I let go, I'm gonna fall, or if I like, so I, I'm too I, heavy. I, yes, um, it's too much work for you to to help me, and Why they're like, literally, bitch, both my hands are here to pull you up now, and like, I mean, let that's go, yo, I have. Hmm. That's a, that's a, it's real hard. Go, yes, it's it's so hard. Um, letting go, like even um relationship friendships. I mean, we've we started talking about friendship. Like, it's hard when a friend even sometimes will offer something, and it's like I can do this. Like I can do this thing, but like, oh, you're my fr- like you're literally my friend. Like you're literally just right? like trying to do me something that like maybe brings you joy. Who fucking knows? But like right. you see that I have a need, and you can fulfill that. Like. Why is it sometimes so hard to just be like, yeah, okay, like, out of love you're doing this? Like, out of love, I would, I'm accepting this. Like, oh, that's so love. hard. Uh, that's, ooh, that's a button. Accepting love. Like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. Okay, well, <laughs> as you can see, everybody, that is what we have for you this week. Um, <laughs> don't forget to like, comment. Subscribe, share, um, follow, rate, review. Yes, go check out our Patreon. Download all of the things, um, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yes. Yeah.